0: Time to ham up. Oh my God, I gotta really try hard. Shut it hard. Somehow it's the best.
1: After the credits. A Yum Chunks podcast.
0: Yum Chunks! Welcome all you Kong Donkeys to another episode of After the Credits, a Yum Chunks podcast. Thank you for joining us for episode 70, where we will be talking about. Godzilla vs. King Kong Kongzilla Zongkilla uh, Yeah, it's going to be a great episode um, And with me as always to Discuss this uh, Bombastic movie Is Sean Davis
2: I bow To no one uh, But I'm also here to talk About movies with you guys And it's going to be this Kong Godzilla movie this time <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's fine. It'll be something else next time.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: And also with me is Matt Chewy. Oh, wait! Hello there, fellow Kong donkey. <laughs> oh, indeed. And I'm Ryan Davis. Hello. Ah, well, thanks for joining, guys. Um, I'm super excited to talk about this movie. Well, I'm I'm pretty excited. I'm not that. Um. I'm moderately excited. How?
3: Okay. Okay. Thanks. Good. Yeah.
0: It's. I can give you a rating, but I think moderately is sufficient. Uh, but before we get into the rampaging monkeys and lizards, let's talk about what we've been up to. What? Let's, let's gather around ye old chunk fire, shall we? We shall. All right. Um. All right. Well, let's hear what you guys have been up to. Sean, What's uh. What's going on in your inner hollow earth?
2: <laughs> um, well I'm I have a whole bunch of floating rocks in here I don't know what that's Ooh. about but, um, aside from that I have not too much but I have finished uh, I've completed my viewing of all the best picture nominees for the Oscars so that's something I watched um, uh, Sound of Metal and The Father this last week so that completes the the collection i have the eighth badge i'm now the pokemon best picture master in all the sonoa region um yeah they're good movies i could give you my rankings i'm gonna give you my rankings um number one is no promising- i don't want them oh, okay. oh, no i'm sorry no i do i want. <laughs> <good. laughs> promising young ones number one number two i think I actually did have this written down, and now it's not in front of me, so I'm just going off of memory. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Minari is number two. Number three is um, Judas and the Black Messiah. Number four is, I think, Trial of the Chicago 7. Number five is Nomadland. Number six is um, Mank. Number seven is Sound of Metal. And number eight is The Father. I think that's that's where I'm going. That's my ranking. All
3: right. You're just put in your money.
2: Place your bets, ladies and gentlemen. On. Um, yes. When are the actual Oscars? I don't even know. They're so late this year. When are they? I don't know. They're
0: probably I still actually don't know. It
2: out. <laughs> okay, I'm looking it up right
3: now. They'll be I'm, next I'm, year. They're just going to win. I'm the guy in the chair. Um, They're on April
2: 25th. Oh, they're, well, they're three weeks away then, or two weeks away then, so. Three couple weeks away. In any case, well, there's a couple movies I still want to see that weren't Best Picture nominees, so I'll probably catch those in the next couple of weeks. And other than those movies I've watched, I really haven't doing done much exciting stuff um, worthy of note. I uh, I beat that game bravely, Default Two, that I mentioned like four episodes ago on Switch. That's about it. I don't know what else to tell you. All right, I don't know what else to tell you. What do you want from me?
3: You know, I, that's good. I, that's all I need. It's fine. Okay, that's good. sufficient. We're, we're cool here, man. We're cool. <laughs> all right, cool. Well, then uh, what about you, Chewy? Uh, What about me, Chewy? Um, Okay, so I finally finished Rise of the Tomb Raider. Um, I was playing a lot during quarantine, and I put it down for a while. I forgot about it. And when I picked it back up, I realized I was almost at the end. Like, I was just, like, at the very end stretch. And I, that's a weird thing I do often. Like, I, I will almost finish a game and then stop playing for months. Um, so And they go, oh yeah, I have to finish it I forgot how to play this game though um, But anyway, I did that And then I went, great, I can start a new game And then um, I went to Boot up my PlayStation the next day And it wasn't booting up And I went, oh no, it's broken again And then I realized um, That nothing was booting up And it wasn't my PlayStation, it was my TV um, <laughs> Which is dep- <laughs> Well, I mean, like it's a smart TV It's one of those Roku TVs Yeah um, <clears throat> And uh, we only just got it, like, a few months ago, and uh, it, it's, it's annoying because it does weird things because, you know, it's got, like, a, I don't know, a Raspberry Pi in it or whatever. Like, it doesn't just, like, if you plug something into it, it doesn't just go straight to the screen. It goes into, like, a computer, and then it tells it where to go. So, like, I don't know, weird errors happen. Um, but I had to factory reset it, and now everything works. So I busted out my copy of the remaster of The Last of Us and started it again. For the fourth time. <laughs> and I've only, I've only played through the prologue. Uh, I've played through that prologue four times. And,
2: like the, um like 2% of the game. Not even 2% of the game.
3: I, no, don't tell me that. That um, makes
0: me think that the majority of your interaction with that game is just that opening sequence. That's a weird thing to think <laughs> about.
3: Well, I mean, every time I've played, I've gotten a few hours into it. Um, and this time... I'm taking Sean's advice. I'm playing it on easy because I will be honest. I just want to get through this game so I can play the one Sean worked on. That's that's where I'm at. Um, speaking of depressing things, um, I saw a movie
2: called Ghost World. Have you, either of you ever seen Ghost Doors? Ghost Door? Ghost Door? Or ghost World. I've seen Ghost World when it came out here, like in 20 years ago. No, no, I was just
3: hearing a Ghost Door. Oh, oh, oh! Someone's microphone. Oh, sorry, I was just my chair. Yes, that was a ghost uh, door. Sorry. Oh, okay. man,
0: that goes back to the sound effects conversation from earlier, that anything can sound like anything.
3: It it can, yes. And that's a conversation that people uh, are not privy to if they're listening. This was pre-cast conversation. And as we discussed before we started recording, if we're not recording it, it's not a real conversation.
2: Did it even exist? I don't even remember. You guys are making yeah, it I, just,
0: I just made that up. Exactly. Thanks for playing along.
2: <laughs> uh, but... Ghost World, yes, I have seen that movie. Uh, Scarjo before she was the top box office draw that she is.
3: Yeah, it was right in between when she was in real movies, as like a real adult person, and, and between Home Alone 3. Do you remember when she was in Home Alone 3? I do remember that. I movie. do. <laughs> She's in Home Alone 3. Okay, good, Ryan. Thank you. Um, as a child, or as a middle schooler, I don't know how old she was in that movie. Um, at any rate yeah i saw ghost world uh a recommendation from Maeve, um one of her faves and boy was i depressed after that movie (laughs) That, that was a dark movie and that hit me in some places that uh oof that yeah took me a little while to crawl out of that sadness but what a great movie what a fantastic movie yeah scarlett johansson thor birch and steve buscemi um two teenage girls about to graduate just trying to figure their stuff out and it's very depressing um funny at times but yeah I wasn't expecting it to hit me as hard as it did
2: it's, it's uh, actually based on a graphic novel which I have yeah. and the graphic novel is really good too
3: that's what I've heard and um Maeve has read it and she says it's fantastic and I'm probably gonna get a copy of it because I don't think it's in her library hmm. uh so uh I'll probably get that for her as a surprise, and it'll be a surprise because she doesn't listen to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, at, at any rate, uh, so that. But anyway, recommendation here: if you haven't seen Ghost World, uh, came out in 2000, 2001. Um, it's a it's a very well made movie. It's very interesting. Um, it doesn't seem like it's about anything for most of it until like later in the movie where like you realize that everything that just seemed random is a, is a setup for a payoff, and I love that because once the dominoes start to fall, it's very satisfying. It's also very depressing. Um, But at any rate, highly recommend. What else have been up to? Uh, Watching season two of Solar Opposites on Hulu. The, um, the, uh, I'm just going to call it a Rick and Morty spinoff, because (laughs) it can be in the same universe. Who cares? Um, The first, the first season I was kind of like, that was good. That was amusing. Um, I'm liking the season a lot more, um, but it, I mean, let's be honest. It it really does feel like more Rick and Morty at most times, and which I'm I'm fine. Like, okay, I'll take that. Why not? I'll take it. Um, and then I'm continuing on my trek through the stars. I have been I have been star trekking, trekking along. Um, if uh, you missed the last episodes, uh, my wife curated a list of uh, TOS original series episodes from all three seasons and we finished them all and we have started on the movies and i am through the let's see i watched motion picture i watched wrath of khan which i'd already seen but oh my gosh it was so much better having seen the khan episode in original series Mm now Mm -hmm. um so much more satisfying um like I, i i feel like watching it after watching the episode i could be like oh man people must have been losing their minds when this came out like this is such a cool concept for a movie. Um but and I already liked it. Um let's see. Last okay, I watched that one, and then I watched uh Search for Spock, and then uh the most recent entry in all of Star Trek I've watched is The Voyage Home. The one with the whales and um, travel. that is my favorite Star Trek thing I've ever seen so far. <laughs> I adore that movie. Oh my I god, mean, I was
2: You're not wrong, it's definitely yeah. Widely considered one of the better ones, and it's one of my favorite ones. I mean, people... uh, It seems pretty unanimous among fans
3: that Wrath of Khan is the best movie, but I liked this one more. (laughs) I I have not only just not had that much fun, like, watching anything else Star Trek, which I've been enjoying all of Star Trek, but this is the most fun I've had watching anything Star Trek, and it's also just one of the the most fun experiences watching a movie I've had in a very long time. Like, it was just a blast. It was a joyride all the way through. Um, so, and I heard that the next one is the worst one. Yeah, I was so. just about to say that.
0: <laughs> get, get ready. Cause you just, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, it is what it is. We're going to muscle through it. It's fine. Um, but also people told me that the first one is terrible and I liked it for the most part. I think, um, I think motion picture drags when like there's a stretch, Toward, like towards the middle where it's just very long shots of space and yeah. space clouds and nebulas and space shapes and there's no talking or dialogue it's just look at all this cool stuff we animated and i went okay i, I get it something can happen now it's, <laughs> it, it's fine it was like it was trying to be space 2001 space odyssey yeah and yeah. and not work not working at all um but Everything else in the movie I thought was really interesting. I liked it a lot. So, um, But then I saw 2 and 3 and 4 and went, okay, I get it. I get why people don't like this one. Um, so, But at least it was first, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Anyway, I'm looking forward for more Star Trek. Not necessarily the next movie, but I'm looking forward to the next, just more Star Trek in general. I'm having a blast. So there you go. That's what I've been up to. Uh, Ryan, what have you been up to?
0: uh yeah um not not a whole lot i did watch a few movies um i don't know if you guys have seen the movie bad trip on uh, netflix i um, mean
2: to watch it or want to or plan on watching it oh, yeah,
0: soon. I, I, yeah i'd recommend it i mean it's eric andre so um yeah oh yeah i, I would matt i would recommend it to you uh just because well it's eric andre um, yeah, I love Eric Andre. I love <laughs> I love his show. Anyway, so like take yeah, so take what you know about Eric Andre, but then put him in the seat of Johnny Knoxville in like grad, Bad Grandpa, and hmm. that's kind of what the movie is. So it you know it has a plot, but of course or a story anyway, and it's uh, you know hijinks along the way. Um, yeah, and I I actually really enjoyed it. Uh, I want you guys to watch it because there's some scenes that I was I just lost my mind laughing. So yeah, it's I'd, I'd recommend it. Great! I could use a good laugh. Yeah, uh, and then on the flip side, I watched Highlander one and two. Um, for some reason, uh, those were <laughs> those are some dark nights. Let me tell you. Actually, have you guys ever seen Highlander two? I've never seen it. I heard
2: I heard Highlander One's you know that one's supposed to be pretty good or decent but yeah, i heard the second one was awful but i, I haven't seen either i've never seen it, that. it either. is
0: but at the same time i i would almost recommend watching the second one more because it's so just bonkers it's not at all what i thought it would be it's more like blade runner than what highland yeah like i was Weird. i was like wait yeah. why are, why does this take place in the blade runner universe um it the whole thing is just a huge mess but it's is delightful um and that, that christopher lambert guy i don't know why he was cast for any movie ever like his timing is so weird like like all his like acting choices are just why did you deliver the line like that what do you i don't know it's <laughs> it's it has a separate uh, entertainment value than than uh i don't know a normal film i guess uh yeah so that's that's about it for that uh, i don't try, i don't I, I actually I did finish um, season two of my trek through the Gamma Quadrant, watching D Space Nine. Uh, so yeah, just oh, making cool. progress on that. Awesome. Nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah. That's that's about all I got. So if you guys are ready, we can uh, dive head first into the Hollow Earth and talk about this this year movie.
2: Uh, absolutely. First, since Chris isn't here, though, let's actually talk about our real opinions about just. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so wait. All right, look, you guys,
3: you guys texted the group chat afterwards saying we were too easy on on the Snyder cut. Jeez, thanks, thanks for l- hanging me out to dry there, being the only one criticizing the movie. Come on, we
2: were all criticizing okay, it. Yeah, we yeah, just you, were letting you, you Chris were. walk around like. It was it was especially painful for me as I was editing because it was just like God, someone say something to him. Someone say someone say something. He's just like saying all these things that just don't make any sense and fanboy just fanboy babble. Well, since we're on the topic and
3: um, this may be a first, I want to I want to reflect and review our review. Um, <laughs> look, I actually had a level of anxiety going into that review because, like, I. Look, we were all making fun of the Snyder Cut, the concept of it, for, like, a couple years now. And I think we are all, on some level, ready to not like it. Yes. And then I started seeing seeing reviews. And I started seeing, like, reviews from people that I respect and, Mm -hmm. like, who usually line up with, going, like, hey, this movie's actually pretty good. And I started getting excited for it. I actually was like, oh, cool. I mean, I, I don't ever want to not enjoy a time watching a movie you know mm-hmm. like if i'm gonna take yeah. the time to sit down and watch a movie I, w- I would best case scenario i enjoy it um but i started getting excited and i started getting hyped up and as i watched it i went oh man this is gonna be a really long four hours and it was and afterwards i'm like am i am i crazy here And I, and i did mention this on the podcast and i just i didn't want to talk to you guys about it because i wanted to save all of our opinions for the cast because yeah. we're not allowed to have you know exactly, conversations about yeah. pop culture unless we're recording them. Um, but I was just like, what are what's everybody going to think of it? I already know what Chris thinks, <laughs> you know. Like we all know what we've... Chris thought three years ago. Well, exactly, so... you took the words right out of my mouth. But I was <laughs> like, man, what are Ryan and Sean going to make of this movie? And are they gonna are they gonna like? Am I going to be the only one on this cast who says I didn't like this movie? Am I going to be seen as the contrarian? You know and. Huh, yeah at any rate i had this pit in my stomach this dread building up to recording that episode um so then you guys texted me or sean you was like we were too too easy on that movie i was like gosh dang it come on
0: <laughs> come on I so i haven't gone back and listened to it i i was i too soft on it i don't mean i you can't no, well since, i guess part of it and is that you
2: and you guys were talking about this too is that <laughs> It's it's it ended up being that we we actually barely talked about the movie itself. Well, um, oh, yeah. So that's one thing. But but it wasn't so much that we're too maybe soft on it. But it was I just felt that we were too letting letting just like in the interest of like fair play, just like yeah, okay. Sh- you know they like this movie. Let you know it's okay if the movie the re- you know the reasoning behind things and and why things happened. <laughs> It's all a mess, obviously, but but sure, like it for what it is. And I think there was a lot of just like, I mean, mainly on Chris's part, just like skating by on us not challenging a lot of these notions that made no sense.
1: Well, so. for,
0: I guess that's fair. I, I guess for me, a lot of um, my contention with the film was in the, more of the specifics because we yeah, like you were saying, we only kind of talked about it on the kind of like the meta level, if you want to kind of put it that way. And so, like, anyway, after the cast, me and Chris ended up talking for like another hour, where I wouldn't say I tore the film apart, but I went through all the things like, this is stupid, this is stupid, this is stupid. Um, and Chris was like, I, to Chris's credit, he was, er, yeah, he was pretty fair. He's like, yeah, no, th- I don't disagree. So it was, I don't know. It anyway, I'm just saying he was. We were being receptive. I think he would have reciprocated.
2: Yeah, I mean, honestly, though, I think part of it is that I just in general am. I'm kind of more and not really even that interest in talking about the film. I mean, I am sure I'm always interested to talk about any film, but I'm I guess I'm more interested in talking about the stuff around the film, at least in this case. In this, so that's why, yeah, maybe we didn't, you know, and I think all of us were, so we spent most of our time talking about that stuff instead of the specifics of the film. So,
0: no, that, I mean, that's that's fair. I, yeah, no, I get you.
3: Look, you guys saw all the positive reviews on the internet. And you didn't want to be embarrassed. I get, I get it. No, I, I get it. You i, I, I mean, what I said in Look, the if episode. I'm going to be the only truthful. person on the entire internet who gave a negative review of
2: the Snyder Cut. So be it. I stand by it. It was a I, bad movie. I still don't. Yeah, I mean, I, I wish I, I, I probably am swayed. We're all swayed somewhat, but. I did. I said it on on that episode that I wanted. I wanted to dislike it. I still want to dislike it more than I actually dislike it. I like so much. I dislike so much about it. And every like, but there. But I'm not gonna pretend that I hate the film. Like I wasn't somewhat entertained by the film. Um, okay. Well, let's again, that way. doesn't mean I doesn't mean I love the film either, though. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying like it's a good film or like in a great film or like anything. I'm just like, yeah, okay. It was, it it wasn't a complete train wreck.
3: Well, let, let's put it this way: Chris Schmidt has watched it minimum four times, if you count yeah. the the gray cut. So, l- l- but if we're being real, he's watched it more than that. He's he's <laughs> devoted minimum an entire day of his life watching that movie. Yeah. Um,
2: do you think you'll ever watch it again? After that, after. The times he's watched it up to this point? No. No, do you do
0: you think we will? Oh, do you do I you
2: so? Oh oh sorry, I think you said him. Um no. I don't know. Uh, I don't think so. Probably not.
0: Probably not. I no. don't know,
2: maybe. But there would be no re I would not throw there would no no. I, I don't see myself ever like having a reason to watch it. I would watch it again if it's like I was with a friend and they had right. never watched it, and I'd be like, uh yeah, okay, sure.
0: Well, that that was the scenario I was thinking that I would answer yes to. Like, oh, if I had some friends over and we were drinking and we were gonna like have a have a romp. But but when I think about sitting there for four hours, I'm like, yeah, for four hours. I I don't know (laughs) that that would be the barrier to having such an evening. Um, See, would a would a person who liked a movie say, "I'm never gonna watch it again
3: unless I'm watching it with somebody else"? Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah well
3: I'm okay taking, hold I'm on
0: taking, i'm taking clearly
3: taking advantage of the fact that chris isn't here
1: well <laughs>
0: okay fine but I, I don't i don't know like i've liked movies that i'll never want to see again okay yeah but th- i mean this is a different equation i mean i don't i don't disagree with you because you're right like any superhero movie if you said oh i look i liked the superhero movie the assumption is you want to watch it again
2: yeah yeah because it's definitely. fun Right. I would watch so, yeah. parts of it again, like if there was, if there was like another version of the film that was like too <laughs> Oh no, you don't.
0: <laughs> we don't need another cut. Um, but least, yeah, no, I least get your point. Just on Davis cut.
2: Yeah. Well, I think one thing, just to get off my chest, there's one line that in during the discussion where we were talking about just like the the culture surrounding fanboyism and this idea that like oh people are gonna like it no matter what and they're just fanboys and they're like. And then he he said, yeah, but think, yeah, like he, he posed this false equivalency, which I wish I challenged him on cast for, or so, you know, but he said like, well, what about Kevin Feige? Like, and it's it's it, and it's and that kind of mentality, that kind of argument, that kind of fanboyism that is completely false. And it's a false narrative. It's a fal- like no one is a fanboy for Kevin Feige. That's a that's a lie. So if, like, he he draws this comparison, he's like, oh, yeah, everyone loves Marvel and Kevin Feige, and they just like it. Like, no, that's not true at all, Chris. That's wrong. If you're listening to this, Chris, which you're not, that's wrong. What you said is a lie in the way you were framing this conversation. I just wanted to get that off my chest.
0: (laughs) Thank you. That's fair.
3: I mean, I I definitely felt like I had to pump the brakes on my opinions on that episode because I felt uh, in a corner, you know? So I feel... I feel vindicated right now. Thank you, Sean.
2: Well, yeah, I mean, I was kind of kidding to actually bring it up, but obviously we still had we had plenty to talk about it. So, uh, well, there you go. In addition, an addendum to, um, two episodes we've already done on the sniper Snyder Cut and now.
3: Oh yeah. If you haven't listened to it, check out our uh, episode 69 of our review of the, uh, Snyder Cut Justice is Gray. It's four hours
2: long. (laughs) That's what people want, right? Just more, just longer, slower stuff that they've seen already.
3: Yeah, it's basically the same thing, but slower and twice as long, which is the same as the Snyder Cut. Exactly,
2: exactly. That's our biting commentary, everyone, and we're just (laughs) explaining it to you straight up. Anyways, uh, regardless, let's, I guess, move on to the main event.
3: All right, let's do this. All right, um, Godzilla versus Gorilla. All right, um, (laughs) spoilers ahead let's talk about this all right uh first i should preface this by saying that um, this is the fourth movie in this series uh technically like the 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 legendary monster verse is what they're calling it um starting with godzilla 2014 that is the only other movie in the series i've seen i have not seen oh you didn't go Kong. back and watch the other ones nope i did not have a chance to do so i did not have the time um I did not see Kong Skull Island and I did not see Godzilla King of Monsters. So watching this for me was like a I am I how much of this is stuff that I um I don't get like are these are am I supposed to know some of these characters or not? And I went back and read plot synopses of the other movies and it turns out I wasn't. Um so yeah. whatever. Well, um, it's a
2: shame too because I mean personally I think the Godzilla 2014 is the the worst of the four films, but also regardless if you think it's the worst or not, it's, I think, the by far the furthest from this film. <laughs> well, Anyways, I, movie I,
3: that movie turned me off of the series. so yeah. And I do want to go back and watch uh, Kong, because I like King Kong. Anyway, what happened in Godzilla vs. Gorilla? All right. Um, so there's basically two concurrent storylines uh, going on, and I will do my best. I don't remember the order in which they cut back and forth to the events, so I'm going to do my best here. So King Kong is on Skull Island, but he's in like a Truman show dome because there's like a, a science outpost that's studying him. And, um, and, uh, Rebecca Hall is there and a little, a little girl who's the last of her, the tribe that lived on Skull Island is there. And she's been adopted by Rebecca Hall. Um, I don't know the name of any of these characters at all. Um, like no I can't I cannot tell you yeah, the name I don't of a single know, character whatever. human human yes. one. Uh let's Doctor Eileen Andrews. I'm not gonna color that. Okay, Doctor Rebecca <laughs> Hall and the little girl who um is 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 um mute and deaf. She's sign languages and uh she's friends with King Kong. And King Kong knows that he's in a dome, but uh whatever. Um he's just taking naps all day. Whatever, it's 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 fine. Um so, uh, then there's this other storyline with Eleven from Stranger Things, um, who is, you know, making, um, mouth open faces the entire movie, just like in everything else she's in. Um, I just want to, like, tell her to close her mouth or, like, throw, like, a piece of popcorn in it, but that doesn't work on TV. Um, at any rate, um, so her and then, uh, the, the, the kid with the fire powers from Deadpool 2, they're, they're friends or something. And then the guy who plays Paperboy in Atlanta. Um, He works for this company that um, is in Florida that uh, Godzilla is attacked and uh, Godzilla is supposed to be our savior, our protector against the other Titans, which we saw in other movies, I guess. I didn't see the last Godzilla movie. Um, uh, But yeah, everyone's like, what the heck? Godzilla is supposed to be... We're, We're cool with Godzilla. What are you doing? Why are you attacking this facility? So... Like they're like that's not a coincidence. Let's go investigate this facility. And through a bunch of wacky happenstances, they end up in a in a in a in a facility and a and a and a like a a tube car that like sh- shoots you across the earth to Hong Kong. And and they they basically they they find out that um they find out that Godzilla the the company is making a mecha godzilla. Uh, I ruined the twist. There's a mecha godzilla. They're building a mecha godzilla and they need to they need to power it up. They don't they can't fully power it up. It's only at 40% power. They need this other power. Um and then okay, back to the other plot. Um so so Kong they figure out there's a Hollow Earth. So Hollow Earth is real. Um which uh by the way, there's that paperboy from Atlanta um, is a conspiracy theory podcaster. And, like, he's played for comedy, but, like, oh, look at this guy. He's ridiculous. But then the movie's like, ha ha, but Hollow Earth is real, even though that is an actual conspiracy theory that people actually do believe in. Um, so I don't Hollow know Earth the... is a
2: real thing. I mean,
3: yeah. I mean obviously. I don't not know if it's splatter. a
0: conspiracy theory, but it was a theory in, like, the 1800s, now, or there are 1700s. People...
3: Yeah, but there are people who believe in Hollow Earth still. Well, you can't um,
0: believe in Hollow Earth and Flat Earth. Come on, guys, get your get your act together here. <laughs> well, no, that's the thing;
3: you got to pick one or the other, or you yeah. know, or you could just pick to believe in um, reality. It's like picking a, a gym in Pokemon Go, right? Um, so, at any rate, yeah. um,
2: <laughs> there's three you could choose from. Yeah, you there's can, the re- the reality one, but that would be boring if we all just believed in reality. So you have to pick. Yeah, the that's, one that's the cooler symbols on it.
3: That's the yellow gym. Nobody picks the yellow gym. I was in the yellow reality. Gym yeah exactly see and then and i stopped playing
0: after like one month so what does that tell you (laughs) exactly reality is false um
3: anyway so they figure out there's a hollow earth the, the the kong outpost people and they're like we gotta we gotta take him there because um it'll it'll be good for him also they there's a spy who's working for the evil corporation um who wants to get to Hollow Earth to get hold of the power source so they can secretly power up Mega Godzilla. And the only way to get to Hollow Earth is through the South Pole. So they have to strap on a, a, a King Kong onto a boat and then they're like, Oh no, but uh Godzilla is gonna know that there's a King Kong. I don't know how he's gonna know, but or her. Is Godzilla or her? Godzilla's a she, right? No, it's anyway, okay. Oh, okay. So Godzilla... he's the king of
2: the monsters, whatever.
3: Um so they're like <laughs> this is going to be dangerous. So because Godzilla's going to know that we're we have a Kong on a boat and Godzilla's going to come for us and and wreck everything, which is what happens. And then um and then um and then they uh they pretend to be dead and Godzilla just like pieces out and they're like, "Well, how do we get here?" And then cut to somehow they 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 have God, uh King Kong on a comically oversized net. And um, with like a billion helicopters and they never show how they managed to get um, Kong from the wreckage of all the, the uh, aircraft carriers to this comically oversized net. I, I imagine it would be a logistical nightmare, but they do it and they fly him to the South Pole and the, the sign language girl talks to Kong. We find out she can talk to Kong and is best friends with Kong and... Say, there's going to be more Kongs down there. That was a lie. There wasn't. But she's like, there could be more Kongs down there. So he goes down into this tunnel at the north, the South Pole Outpost. And they all follow him in space cars that can fly. Flying space cars. So they get into their flying space cars. And they go down this tube. And surprise, there's a hollow earth. And everything's weird and floaty. And there's floating rocks and glowing rocks. And it kind of looks like Pandora from Avatar. And then there's a Kong temple and kong goes into the kong temple and he claims his 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 kong axe which is a glowing axe it's like the glowing axe that thor has in in the marvel movies and then he's got a kong chair and he sits on the kong chair and then um and then godzilla he attacks the 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 outpost in hong kong and he shoots a laser all the way through the earth he shoots a laser all the way through the entire earth and then, and then kong He's got the he's got the he's got the space Hollow Earth magic axe and he's going to go fight Godzilla and they fight and they fight and they fight and they fight and then um but uh-oh the secret bad guys they got the power from the the magic axe and they used it to power up um Mecha Godzilla and so so Godzilla and King Kong says uh one of them says Martha and the other one says why did you say that name <laughs> and then they go, "Why are we fighting? This is pointless. We have to fight a robot Godzilla." So then there's a robot Godzilla, right? And they fight and they fight and and they can't they can't handle it and it and and then it it it's it's too powerful. It's just too much. Oh right. By by the way, Robot Godzilla, this is important. Okay, this is important. Robot Godzilla is controlled with like a um like a Jaeger, it's a kaiju, but it's a me- but it's controlled with Jaeger equipment. There's a there's a dude inside of a skull from Um Ghidorah, f- I guess from the last movie. And then the if other. Seen skull- the last one, yeah. You would I said, know. I I'd have to read this. I'd look it up. And then there's another skull inside of Mechagodzilla, so he can control it. That doesn't make sense. I don't know that br- that like bones can link together, neurally. You'd think that they would need like two halves of a brain, but whatever. Who cares? Doesn't matter. So he's controlling it, but then like. An accident happens, and he gets electrocuted and dies. And then, and then Godzilla, Mecha Godzilla, is, is sentient and goes on a rampage. And he's crazy. And and so they, so they, so the Godzilla and the Kong have to fight him, but they're losing. And then, Paperboy, who's there just snooping around doing Stranger Things stuff with the Stranger Things girl and and the kid from Deadpool Two, um, they spill, alco- they spill their alcohol. They spill their alcohol from a flask onto the computer control panel, which uh, weakens Mechagodzilla? That doesn't make sense. It's it control- turns his tail off. That's what it, that control it, it panel it did. Turns it, yeah, the whole control panel. And then, so then, um, Godzilla and King Kong, but the, the the tables have turned, and they're able to defeat Mechagodzilla. All the bad guys get what's coming to them. Everybody hugs and cheers, Godzilla pieces out. He goes back into the ocean just to, you know, have another nap. King Kong goes back to Hollow Earth and is the king of the Kong of the Hollow Earth. The end. That was longer than I expected. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what we? Th- what did we think of? Yeah, of, of Kong- uh, Kongzilla. Uh,
0: Ryan, what did you think of Kongzilla? Well. It's like, a, I don't know, like, upon watching it, I remember, or yeah, I liked it. I was having fun. Through, I was like, oh, man, this, none of this makes sense. I had to rewind the movie several times because things weren't making sense. And then I realized, eh, it doesn't matter. It's not going to matter. Just, you know, stop worrying and, and just have fun with it. And once I did that, once I turned my brain off, I actually had a pretty good time because everything that was happening, I just was like laughing at how either how stupid it was or over the top or just ridiculous um but after a week it's and kind of remembering things in order to kind of like write some notes down today i it, it, it's not it's not so good it's like regurgitating <laughs> it back up and it's it's a lot of acid um don't, don't taste so good yeah but so you know that's that's my take on it i guess does that count can i yeah it's allowed all right there you have it all right um,
2: <laughs> what what would not be allowed?
0: Well, because I, I didn't really settle on whether I liked it or oh, not. Oh, oh, oh okay. I liked um, it And then I didn't like it. All right. Just well, like uh, I...
3: just like the Snyder cut, right?
0: No, I I haven't changed my mind on the Snyder cut. Boo. Anyway, Sean, what do you think? <laughs> I I, also, no, I don't think sure. in the review I even said I liked it. I, well, I think I said I enjoyed it, but I I did say it was a bad movie. Okay, let's just keep talking about the Snyder Cut. I'm, I'm
2: just... <laughs> let's just bring in all, all of our controversial things. I don't know. But here's another thing. Just, if we're going to start throwing petty takes at each other, you have no grounds to accuse us of liking the Snyder, Snyder Cut when you liked Episode 9 during Yeah, that I think
0: between the two, which has greater ground to stand on.
2: I'm look, just saying.
3: Look, turnabouts, fair play. Look. I did like episode 9, and I do like episode 9. I just don't like what it's done to the Star Wars universe. Well, so I, I don't like it as an entry in a larger series. As a, as okay, a movie, I'm just saying. All I, I'm
2: saying is that then we could like the Snyder Cut. No, you can't. see here's the
3: difference i would watch episode nine again i have i've seen it three (laughs) times and i would watch it again (laughs) i I
0: still have only seen episode nine once i've only seen it once as well i have watched it three times i was
2: i and i planned to watch. i that if i remember thinking like yeah i'll watch this again and i have not been able to bring myself to watch the movie again yeah i don't know what that says anyways what are we talking about godzilla yeah what do you think of this movie (laughs) um yeah, well, I just watched, I didn't watch uh, it so long ago, well, <laughs> a week ago. I watched it uh, just a couple days ago, so th- it's still fresh. Maybe the that time period where it becomes uh, stale or it, you know, ferments or whatever and spoils has not happened yet. So to me, it's still very much in the, yeah, it was a blast of just hilariously ridiculous, stupid fun um so that's kind of where i'm landing on it now it yes it was definitely stupid but it was stupid in the way where i don't mind kind of like I, I definitely think and want to talk about the stupidity of it but i i'm not really too concerned with most of it in terms of it like as actual criticism for the film because i'm pretty sure the film knows it's stupid too for the most part like a lot of these things some things i think maybe not so much like i, I do think are like are or, or like beyond the fun level of stupid, but regardless i I just let it was yeah, it was what I wanted from. Based on the trailer and and based, based on the, the title concept, the based on the title of the film. <laughs> I mean, the film won me over during the opening title sequence. I was like, "Oh my god, this is ridiculously hilarious!" When it like comes to the brackets, like the visualization of the brackets of them, Godzilla versus <laughs> oh, yeah. Kong. I was <laughs> like, <laughs> "Oh, <laughs> you got you."
3: <laughs> yeah. Batman That's, versus yeah. Superman should have done that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, it was so hilariously ridiculous. So yeah, no, I I definitely liked it, but but there's plenty to talk about too uh
3: so yeah more or less i thought it was just the right amount of stupid just the right perfect amount of stupid for me to really like Mm -hmm. it a lot um Mm -hmm. i uh i i've got things about it that i will criticize rightfully so but ultimately it did not affect my enjoyment of the movie it was um it was wonderfully silly it was the perfect length shut up phone um oh it's reminding me to take my medicine Anyway, uh. oh
2: wait, should we stop the recording for you soon? no,
3: no, no wait, 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 are wait, are you wait, gonna wait. be okay? I'm gonna be fine. I'm not currently collapsing on the ground, okay <laughs> there all you go,
1: all right, right. Okay. um, yeah,
3: I mean, yeah, you said it all it is it delivers what it promises, which is big, stupid fun, stupid fun, and uh, yeah. I can yeah. I, I, You can't take a movie like this seriously. I mean, there's an argument sure. to be made that like you can make a air quotes quality movie about giant monsters fighting, um, but I don't know that I want or need that. I mean, yeah,
2: and that's sure. kind of how I felt about Godzilla 2014 because that film was. I think they took themselves too seriously.
3: Well, um, yes. yeah. I'll, I'll say something that's interesting here is that. In Godzilla twenty fourteen, one of my major criticisms was that like I couldn't like latch on to any of the characters because they do a they do a fake out. They um yeah. they Brian Cranston is like set up as the main character for the entire first act and then get kills kills off and then by the time the story's moving, there's not really enough time to establish the other characters. So like I kinda by that point I checked out. I don't really care what happens for the rest of the movie. But what's interesting is in this movie, I didn't I didn't care about the human characters and I didn't feel like (laughs) I I need to. I I didn't need to. Yeah. That's the thing is that I would argue that King Kong is the protagonist of this movie. Yeah. And I, I I love that (laughs) because I love King Kong. By the way, who are you guys rooting for?
0: Yeah. King Kong. Okay. Yeah.
2: Kong. I, I think because I like partially because I like Skull Island. Skull Island, I think is still my favorite of these four films. Um, I definitely recommend you go back and watch that one, Chewie. I think you would like that one.
1: Yeah, Um,
2: it's not it's not as like wacky, fun, stupid. It's actually a little. It's darker. It's probably the darkest of them, but it's but it's a little grittier. But it's also still just like just really out there and just like wild. So I think you'd enjoy it. But,
3: but yeah, I, I it's funny. It, it's because of the tone. I think is that uh, Godzilla 2014 took itself too seriously, and because it tried to be a real movie. I want, I ex- had real movie expectations out of it and I did not get them. Whereas this, it's like, we're not trying, so don't worry about it. And I went, okay, movie, I'm not going to worry about it. And liked what they gave me.
2: Well, I think also it's funny because like, yeah, you're saying they, they tried to have human characters in the, in Godzilla 2014 and Brian Cranston's, you know, engaging and stuff, but he dies and the rest of the characters are just boring. And yep. like, I don't care. Like, and in the end, and, and in this movie, they didn't even try. It's like they're just there as almost plot devices to get us moving through the film. Um, but I don't think you can't have good human characters because another, you know, I think pretty apt comparison is uh, uh, Pacific Rim. Yeah. And I remember like the Charlie Day character and the uh, Ron Perlman character. I don't know. was like characters in that film that were like interesting and funny and did draw me to it, even though it's a movie about big wacky kaiju monsters fighting over cities. Like I think you can do it, but I think like if they you know, in this film they knew that's not what they wanted to do, so they didn't, and I'm fine with that.
3: I feel like I feel like that with that comparison with Kong and Godzilla, they these characters these monsters are characters. They have histories. They have history in Hollywood and you know and and Japan. They have they have deep histories and they are icons. They're part of our pop culture fabric. People know them. Where, like, Pacific Rim can focus on the humans because they're all just giant faceless monsters. They don't... We yeah, don't, that's true. They are just basically a faceless threat. They could be... They could be a natural disaster. They could be any number of disasters. And you could still craft a story about those characters and it, make it interesting. Whereas this, it's mm-hmm. like, I feel like there's an expectation here. Like, people are gonna come into this movie having... Uh, opinions and feelings about Godzilla and King Kong as ridiculous yeah. as, as that sounds coming out of my mouth. Um, <laughs> it is, you know, and I think that's the the difference there. So it, it's kind of where you have to shift your focus. And they did that.
0: Yeah. I So comparing it to the King of the Monsters, which Matt, you didn't see, but it would be interesting to see if you did go back and watch that one. To me, I would put that movie like on the, just, just on the other side of the wall of, of not being silly enough and being too serious. And the distinction between the two films, you know, if you're to watch them back to back, maybe even not even be that big of a difference. But it's just on the other side of the fence where this one, it it worked where I was having fun with it and I wasn't like rolling my eyes or scratching my head or or whatever. Um, So if you do, I would like to hear your opinion on that. I cannot
3: but, promise I'll go back and watch that movie. Well, but,
0: I, if you're going to watch anything, watch Skull Island. I mean, I will watch yeah. Skull Island.
3: <clears throat> but um anyway, talking points. Um, I have some talking points. Unless <laughs> <laughs> you guys have any thoughts about what we Find we're Find your about. talking
2: points and tell them
3: to us. I will. I'm telling them to you. Um This movie felt very, um very edited, which I know is mm-hmm. ridiculous because every movie is edited, but I felt like in this movie I felt the editing. And I kind of mentioned that earlier where, like, I'm not – there were parts where I'm like, huh? How are we here now? Or how is this happening? Oh, did I, did I yeah. miss something? Was there information no. conveyed in another movie I didn't get? And, you know, it turns out not, that's not the case. Um, Ryan, go ahead.
0: Yeah, no, I completely agree. I, As I mentioned, I rewound the movie several times during my watching of it. Some scenes multiple times because when it jumps to the next scene, I'm like, wait, did they – did they indicate they were leading up to this? Why am I watching this now? And then I would just not understand what was being conveyed in a particular scene. So I, don't, so yeah, maybe the editing is where I found, or I was getting confused. I, it's hard. Like, how did I get confused in Godzilla <laughs> versus King? Like, what? Of all movies? Anyway, yeah.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, I kind of, I've been, I've been thinking about that a lot, and I kind of feel like, well. It was definitely very edited. I'm sure there's a lot of stuff that got cut out. And how do I feel about that? Well, on the other hand, I feel like this movie was the perfect length. And I feel like it did have good good pacing. So, I mean, I feel like maybe the editing was sloppy. Like, I feel like there was maybe Mm -hmm. a couple Mm -hmm. scenes where we needed a little bit more connective thread. Um, Because you look at something like Avengers uh, Infinity War, right? It's super long and it's got like six plots but every time we go to a different plot It has some type of connective thread Like it feels yeah. like it's forward progression Where this I'm like oh guess this is happening now Okay And it kind of felt like it was a little all over the place Especially because geographically it was all over the place People are just yeah. zipping around the world In all kinds of crazy right. manners Inexplicably at some times So that yeah. that, that didn't help
2: <laughs> I, I think also to the um, the Millie Bobby Brown storyline With um, Deadpool 2 Kid like Rick that. Baker uh yeah sorry i don't know was, what was it no,
0: ricky baker's his name in the search for the wilder people
2: oh ricky Baker oh yeah you're right ricky Baker uh and a guy from atlanta which i haven't seen so i didn't recognize so regardless yeah. that whole story like felt like constant like it was not as bad as things as, as like godzilla 2014 or even some of the stuff in godzilla king and the monsters but it was still like I don't care what like, what, have, and it and it ultimately doesn't amount to anything. Like, yeah. I think maybe like I wouldn't have minded it maybe on retrospect so much if it, like, it felt like it was more significant of a payoff or something, but it yeah, doesn't right. lead to anything. And so it's just like, I don't really, it was minor stuff and it, it you know, it wasn't like those scenes were long, but I, that kind of, I think kind of contributes to this feeling of like, okay, they're editing and now we're back here um it's not really furthering the plot and it is just like they're jump and they're jumping around the world so it's like they're in Hong Kong and Florida and Antarctica just wherever they want to be yeah so yeah I, I i think that maybe contributed to it a little bit too
3: i think that plot line is while i enjoyed it i think it was my biggest criticism of this movie because i really struggled after the movie to think okay if you cut that plot line out yeah. would it change the events of the story um, nope, and and, and and well, that's the thing is that I think, I think they wrote themselves, they either wrote themselves or edited themselves into a corner and realized, oh, this this does not amount to anything because it's basically three characters snooping around, discovering things, and in yeah. them discovering things, we as the audience discover things, right? But kind,
2: yeah, kind
3: of. we are, we, it is doling out information about what's going on with that company and Mechagodzilla as the sure. movie wants us to get that information. But yeah. the only thing that they do that affects anything in the plot is they spill alcohol on a computer panel <laughs> like, that yeah. in theory yeah. should not affect anything because <laughs> it, they had already established that Mechagodzilla had become sentient and was no yeah. longer being controlled by their systems. Um, and, so, and it only deactivated
2: the tail part of Mechagodzilla. It was right, right. so I mean, ridiculous. How,
3: yeah, how, did, how was it connected to Mechagodzilla at all? It should not have been. They established in the movie... That they've lost control. They should not have been able to do anything. So I feel like they were like, oh, we gotta, this has to, this storyline has to mean something. It's gotta, like, it's gotta be, uh." and then there's also, I also feel like maybe they're like, well, if we don't have a a Godzilla storyline with humans, then it's just gonna feel like a King Kong movie
2: yeah i guess except he wasn't even that featured like i i he, godzilla wasn't even featured i think also what i mean by like the don't like i'm where i'm like kind of skeptical about it like being the reason or where it's only out information to the audience where it's like yeah that's kind of true but we would have found this stuff out like five minutes later because the rest of the world found it out then anyway <laughs> so it's like oh mechagodzilla oh my god and then five minutes later Mecha Godzilla burst through this like I don't know. I kind of thought that would have been a cooler revelation. It right? comes he out had, of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, or so, you know, like yeah. And, and so it was just like they were they really giving us like oh, phew! I'm glad I saw that skull thing where the, for some reason the skull, not the brain, somehow the skull is able to keep to, capture Gidor's.
0: Right, and I think it, waves. Like I mean, the expedition going to Hollow Earth. They knew that's why they were going there, right? Because it,
3: like no, there was there was a sleeper agent. There was some. They, there, was, there was one person working on the expedition crew for the company who was. Well, just trying to no, get, it was everyone. No, oh.
0: yeah. Well, then what was oh, that? Was the they whole g- reason they're going down there? That's what I'm saying. Oh, well, I had to but they well, things several times. They, they were, were
2: going down there that, to under get the, the power pretense to get a power source to stop Godzilla because that would be the only thing that could stop. Right, it. but
0: but right. It, All appears Alexander Scargar needs to do is ask. Okay, what are you going to do with this power source? How are you going <laughs> to harvest it? What are you doing with this? He doesn't like. Yeah, no, no. I would assume any normal person would have asked that, and then the the quote-unquote villain would have said, oh, we have a mecha. We have a mecha that we're going to power. And then you'd have been like, oh, okay, that sounds reasonable. Like, cool. Like that, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. I
3: mean, that's basically the plot of Pacific Rim, right? These monsters yeah. are showing up, so we need to build giant robots yeah. to fight them, right? Yeah. That's so... what they're doing, but it's framed as if they're the villains. But well, why?
2: So the, the Earth wants and, to defend itself. Like, what yeah, the heck? it's like I, I, it's probably not a bad idea to have a way to defend herself. So I think there's ways, and this is what I mean. We're like, you know, it it could have been a great movie if it was just, I think, smarter and some of this connective tissue, um, because. Most of this connective tissue is stuff that I ultimately don't really care about. And I'm not going to really criticize the film for being stupid. But I do think there were a lot of opportunities to make the film be a little... So, for example, what's the whole inciting incident? Godzilla attacks the Apex research thing. And right. now everyone's like, ew, no. Godzilla's... A... So, okay, so Godzilla attacks a thing one time and kills a handful of people. I mean, obviously that's bad. And now the entire world's against it him when he destroyed Boston. And like, if you'd watched King of the Monsters, too, he, that's what he like. Boston sure. is destroyed. Like entire cityscapes are done. So like, imagine if the setup was this, this is my pitch for the setup is, you know, at the beginning title sequence, it shows Godzilla's going around killing all the other Titans. So at the beginning of the movie, it's, there's news punditry. He's like, Godzilla, he's defending us. No, he's not. He's just similar to like Civil War of the Avengers. Like, there's causing more destruction. We can't stop it. No. And then he attacks the research facility. That puts it over the top. It gives us credibility for not liking Godzilla. For like, oh, it's not worth the cost. There should be something. But other than just like, one random attack out of nowhere, like, and that wouldn't even have taken a lot. Of, like, you don't require, doesn't require any more big budgety film shoots. Right. It's just a writing thing. I just like a little bit smarter writing, right? Yeah, I feel I mean, like there was a lot of that through the film, where it's like a little bit smarter and more clever could have made it not. It could have still been dumb fun, but it could have been a little bit smarter dumb fun.
3: Yeah, it, it yeah. Looks as framed as the villains from the start, but if they had framed them like. You know, like if they were upfront in the movie being like, "Yeah, we're building, we're building a, a Godzilla deterrent. We are building a, a weapon against Godzilla." Then at the end, when you find out that it is Mecha Godzilla and you find out that they were the instigator, then like, "Oh, that's
0: more satisfying at the end." I feel like, I feel yeah. like that's what you're. Yeah, it's right. You know. Or even just a Titan. Like, what if they're like, "What if Godzilla gets killed? We need to defend against whatever kills it."
2: Sure. Like, there's yeah, plenty like of it, ways
0: you could yeah. spin that. That would have been like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, it
2: like I, I I'm I'm fine with the apex being the ba- I I mean yeah obviously it, man is the bad well that's fine I'm big business and dumb techie guy I'm okay with that I just think they could have done a better job of making it actually seem like a, like actually be real villainy stuff um other than just like oh they're doing a kind of thing that would probably be reasonable to expect people to do I think. I think they just like spun the guy that that that, like is just a jerk, and so that makes us like, oh, we're supposed to hate
0: everything now. Yeah, I'm not even sure why he was a jerk. Like they gave him like an accent, which that's not good. Yeah, that's like not (laughs) that's that's not cool. Like that's problematic. Um, Yeah, like I'm not sure why he was a jerk. Like I don't. He was a meanie. He was a big. He was a meanie head.
3: But yeah, you're right. Like, did the thousands of people who work for Apex are they all villains too? I mean, like. I, I, they're, yeah, they're just doing their job. It's whatever they're, they're they're doing their thing. I feel like they had to go over the top to convince us that he's a bad
0: guy, <laughs> right? Other than just make him actually do something that was bad. Um, yeah, yeah. It, there's some other things like just not, that weren't necessarily nitpicky. That just again, like the connective tissue between from scene to scene. Like Matt, you you made a point of mentioning during the summary of like Kong getting flown. The scene just before that is he's. Or maybe not just before that, but whatever. His storyline before that is he gets the the boat fight scene, mm-hmm. which was pretty hilarious. Like I, I thought it was completely ridiculous. Yeah, it was a cool set piece. Yeah, it was awesome. A,
3: yeah, it was a great scene.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, and just I don't know, just the idea of them fighting on an aircraft carrier is so <laughs> hilarious to me. Like it's. It was just, I loved it. It was, it didn't make any sense, and I loved it. Kong um, is but, like jumping from aircraft carrier. To yeah, like like <laughs> Mario, like he's, Mario, like he's yeah. jumping from platform to platform. It's like yeah. a
2: Smash Brothers level. It is it's like Donkey it, Kong. I, I loved it. Literally yeah. Donkey
0: Kong versus King K. Roll.
2: Smash <laughs> Brothers level.
0: Yeah, that that's actually yeah, that's pretty good. Um, but then he like he kind of gets defeated, and he's kind of laying down. But, but then, like, the whole thing, like, oh, if we power down our engines, it'll make Godzilla go away. Like, I, I like I, that was this, probably the stupidest thing. It was it was almost enough to make me, like, really cringe. I mean, I, I cringed anyway, I guess. But isn't Godzilla attracted to the Titans? Right, yeah. Kong That's what they is said still they really alive. Want, yeah. So who That's cares right, if the yeah. ships are powered down? I would, <laughs> and again, for me, I was just more confused. Like I was saying, I was confused several times. Because yeah. Godzilla's initially attracted to the Apex facility at the beginning because of the, the skulls the in there. The, skull the skull thing. Guys, yeah. So mm-hmm. in other words, it's the presence of a Titan energy or something. So mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense. And I was like, oh man, did I really miss something? Like he's attracted to like the
3: nuclear the, energy. Nuclear, or, yeah, or power yeah.
0: of the subs and the or whatever it was. That, 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 that would have been ships. a really
3: easy throwaway line to just throw in there to like, oh yeah, he's whatever. It, it would have been dumb but it would at least have explained it.
0: Right. So I guess maybe for me like I'm uh, it was so dumb that it actually ended up confusing me <laughs> like I don't know. Yeah. Well that that's Yeah,
2: like, and that's the problem, right? Like there's a line there's a real fine line. If it's dumb fun and it but if it gets too dumb then yeah, it actually detracts not just because it's stupid but because it's causing you to not understand what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: it, it breaks your suspension of disbelief. And yeah, I think that scene is a good like case study for this whole movie because like you know, I, you, like I did mention it earlier, but Um, yeah, it goes right from that to let's airlift him there. But like, as we mentioned, he's jumping from ship to ship. Do any of those ships still work? By the way, how many people are dead now? Like, well, I know an aircraft carrier has a thousand people on it. So, right. So like you would think that they couldn't just go, okay, this is what's happened. Kong is passed out. All of our ships have been disabled and many of them are broken in half. We have a bunch of injured and wounded and dead. And, um, this is a tragedy, but whatever hook kong up to a a net and fly him to the south pole like there you can't just go from one to the other but in a movie like this you have to keep the pace you just yeah you you just kind of have to you kind of just have to accept those goofy things because otherwise the pacing suffers and it gets boring and you can't have a movie like this be boring it's got to be stupid fun yeah Yeah.
2: i mean i it's like think about it the other way it's like if we had a 15 minute sequence of them like all right we got to somehow get a whole bunch of rope and t- like what it like there's a sequence <laughs> right, yeah. of like building a net like yeah we don't want to see that but you're right then it just is like there's a large gap in what something happened here and to get from point a to point b and it it doesn't make any like i i, I don't know how to track it in my head but i guess it's not important enough that i don't need to worry about it they 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 somehow got 600 more helicopters with like a million tons of rope and tied and <laughs> made it like yeah. I don't, I don't know. Like that yeah. part of
0: it, I guess I'm more okay with. It's just yeah. It's like the it's just like the cut two yeah. part of it that's like wait what?
3: Yeah, and that that's well, what I, that's what I'm talking about when I say that overall the editing is sloppy. I think that dot scene is just the most egregious example of it. Sure, but I, I but I yeah. do feel like there were little examples throughout the movie that's like uh wait uh wait hang on okay never mind I don't care you know. Th- yeah. that, that's the one that yeah. came the closest to to like taking me out of the movie.
2: <clears throat> yeah, I can yeah. see that. I think also there's there's kind of stuff around there that also is like, okay, they they make a point of saying, like, oh, the reason Kong is on Skull Island is because Skull Island is like this somehow um remnant of the inner of the of the hollow earth that somehow made it to their surface. But the only way to get to Hollow Earth is to go to Antarctica. So then, why, like,
3: yeah, you would Why? Think.
2: Why isn't there a portal in Skull Island? It seems like that's where the portal would be. But okay, whatever. It's on Antarctica. Or just ask Godzilla get... to
0: drill you a hole.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But once they get to Antarctica, there's already a hole, and it's clearly been built, and there's all these pylons and everything. And it's like,
0: yeah.
2: like, so wait, why does Apex need any of them for anything? That's I, I, I was like...
0: confused. In my notes, I was confused by that. Why? did they need kong like i that i was so they needed him to guide them to the power source what do you what yeah, what, what is are that, you talking what? about it was clearly did they even explore down there there's a huge temple <laughs> well,
2: i guess they didn't explore because these are the first ones but the other, that brings another begs another question why did they need alexander Sarsgard? scarsgard
3: yeah, I mean I, yeah, I, they, they already had a hole to it
2: they, they with have, the ships that the could get them there. And
3: they had the ships, they're like there's a problem. We can't get through the gravitational whatever. Oh, but but we built these ships that'll get through the gravitational whatever. Um why didn't you do that before? If you already had these ships ready to go, why were you, why didn't you already have dudes down in the middle of the earth? Yeah, why were you
0: waiting for me? Just go.
3: Right. Yeah. You and why finish. were you
2: waiting for me? And why were we waiting for Kong? Did to, they just like,
3: finish the ships? Like in that? Moment? Maybe. Okay. Like, <laughs> we've been working on these ships, and now they're done. All right. And just because we just finished, you guys might as well come along with us. Right. Like. Uh, uh,
0: yeah. I, <laughs>
2: yeah. No. I, there, I, it, again, it, it's those types of things where I'm like, okay, I, I'm not going to be too critical. It's whatever. Right. it Doesn't matter. I, I guess the idea. I I think the intent is that like the little girl is the only one could get Kong, so they needed to get her to get Kong and they needed Kong. It still doesn't make sense why they need right, Kong. Right. I think I, I this is kind of
0: what I'm getting at. Like as I was writing down notes and I had to like mentally exercise the movie through my brain, it, things <laughs> kept crashing. Like I kept having <laughs> like blue screens of death. So I think that's why like it started to sour for me. Cause I tried to understand and write down what this movie was. And I, th- so I think we need to stop doing that, I guess. Yeah, you guys true. Are start I, did, I you do too. feel
2: like I'm I, I feel like dirty, like even think I was like, that's I, why am I think that's I'm completely misreading this film if I'm like trying to examine it. Like right. that. But no, like I'm already doing it wrong.
0: That's yeah. not... But it's hard not like, to, because we're talking yeah, about it, and like, to. wait, so this happened, so what did that yeah. mean? And we're trying to understand it.
2: And it's also, like, uh, because I also don't want to be, like, unfair, like, because we do that to all movies, like, that's, True. like, you like, to, and it's like, why does why should this movie get a pass on that
0: stuff? No, you're and right, I let's don't... keep talking about it. Well, I mean, we're, we're, <laughs>
3: we're those guys that, you know, are the you-must-be-fun-at-party guys, we're the ones that, we, <laughs> yes. we try to talk about this with other people, and they're like, it's just a movie, who cares? Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, uh... well, I mean... You might be right. There are more important things in the world, but, right. <laughs> but are as, there? As long as this not. is our hobby, yeah, I'm gonna like yeah. I'm gonna, yeah. Give it the, well, I'm gonna give it the same, you know, level of criticism that I give everything.
0: No, that's <clears throat> fair. Um, what, one thing I actually did want to bring up that was maybe less nitpicky. Well, I don't know. We, we'll see. Um, but in the beginning, Kong throws the tree, and he re- yeah. and, and like he crashes the dome or whatever. Yeah. So. Does he realize he's in a simulation? Because I think so. But but okay, but think about what it would take for an you know, essentially an ape, to understand what a simulation is. Uh right, like that that already and also if he if there is a dome, the dome must reach the ground at some point. He can just go walk to that edge and Break out like that whole part not, of it's not him a realizing it's just a it's
2: just it's like a Truman Show. It's like like the, everything in the dome is real, but just the dome makes it look bigger than it actually is. Well,
3: okay. Also, um, isn't he on an island? Yeah, isn't an island already a self contained? I mean, that's what well they for Jurassic Park.
2: They explained it because they needed the dome to protect him from Godzilla. Otherwise, Godzilla would come at- oh, attack God-
3: him. Oh, so it was to keep Godzilla out.
2: It was good to keep Godzilla out because Godzilla was hunting all the Titans. So they built the dome. But... I mean, okay. That again, we shouldn't be asking these questions about this one specifically. It's just an excuse to have him, and they yeah, had to re- have a reason why he's been there for thirty years, or you know, whatever, forty, fifty years. I was, uh, I mean,
0: yeah, I was less talking about it in terms of the movie and more just getting inside Kong's headspace. Oh, like, oh, What is sure. he thinking? Like, is is he oh, yeah. aware? Like, I kind of feel he like he's mental... just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. It just feels he's like because he's like, he like... he does it and he looks upset by it. He, you know, he shows his face, he looks upset. But But then later on, they show where he's
2: done it multiple times. So it almost feels like he knows, and it's kind of like...
0: But does he know it's for his own protection? Like, that's the part of it. like, what does Kong... Because he must be massively intelligent if he, like, can acknowledge that there's a monitoring system, that he's in some kind of controlled environment. Anyway, it it was something that I couldn't get out of my head. Well, yeah,
3: it's a good point, though, because they make a point to show that he's got this connection with the girl and that they can sign language with each other, and she tells yeah. them, like, oh, he doesn't trust, he doesn't believe that you guys are trying to help, and, like, okay, so we have evidence in the movie that Kong has deep thoughts and feelings about things and the humans and their intentions, so, yeah, he would have some type of opinion over the dome that they're keeping him in. It's very, it's just, it's an odd thing to include, if you're gonna also It is,
0: include- no, it, yeah. It, yeah. That yeah. How, how intelligent they present him as being, which is... Cool, I like that. And the fact that we show him using tools and stuff later, like, I don't know. That was I, – I like that. And was, also a reason I think he would have beaten Godzilla because he can use tools and is more intelligent. So that's – Yeah,
2: well, I think I never – have you have either of you seen the original um, King Kong versus Godzilla? No, no. I think – I haven't either, but I think the original, that's basically – I think King Kong wins because – Basically, yeah, he has opposable thumbs and like you know can like is I I could be wrong though I haven't seen that but I just I think I read or someone told me once or something. Ah, um, I'll have regardless, to go watch that. I um, guess. one uh another kind of again not so much nitpicky but did they're i think more so king kong than godzilla but sometimes i felt like the his size scale was a little bit like oh yeah what's going on <laughs> i felt on like here? they
0: kept changing it throughout the film especially kong like they would just kind of scale him up or down depending on where they needed him to be
2: yeah it could just be in my head i don't know and it's hard to tell in something like this but i think the one that stood out to me the most is that they, they made a point to show how huge he is like early on and just like how much he's grown, for instance, Skull Island and blah, blah, blah. But then there's the scene in Antarctica when they drop him off and he's like in this pit of the research station. And he looks super tiny because like there's all these buildings around him that are like completely dwarfing him. And it's like, so are th- all these buildings like massive? Because they have to be taller than skyscrapers because there's a scene where he's walking around and b- knocking over skyscrapers at the end of the film. And he's right. pretty comp comparably big, you know, compared to the size papers, right, right. you know?
3: Right, like Kong, like, leans up against the building, and it breaks, Yeah, exactly. Like, which made yeah. me laugh, by the way.
2: So, but <laughs> then in the scene in Antarctica, where there's just, like, these, like, little research huts, and they're towering over him, I'm like, wait, 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 what? How how big is he? I thought he was supposed to be huge. How big is this research center? It's like, uh, the size of, like, you know, the Grand Canyon they built. I don't, I don't know, whatever. It's a the, minor thing. There but there was the worst example of it.
3: There was a scene in Star Trek, the motion pi- picture, where they get into the the space cloud and they they get out of the the enterprise and the enterprise compared to the humans is like the size of a swimming pool um <laughs> <laughs> like the whole round part of it is just they're just walking on it it's just like it's real small but like i thought this was the size of like i don't know an entire like football stadium whatever anyway that's just, i when i watched motion picture i and then kong i i i, I related those two scenes together anyway sorry continue <laughs>
2: No, that's all. It's just the the yeah. size. There was kind of a couple moments throughout where I was just like, "Oh, yeah. how, how big are they supposed to be?" Yeah.
0: Um, um, yeah. I, actually, I wanted to bring up a couple of things I really liked. Genuinely liked, not necessarily like kind of ironically mm-hmm. liked. Sure. Um, is uh the all the Hollow Earth stuff. I loved when they get down there and it's this whole new world and it's just super colorful and 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 really cool looking, and it really reminded me of um like old, like really old, uh, like adventure movies, like you know, something that you'd see on Mystery Science Theater, like, um, like The Land That Time Forgot, or uh, maybe even Land of the Lost, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, any of those kind of things where they, yeah, they do the, just that. They go, they drill into the center of the earth with some weird contraption, and they discover all oh, these. There's a whole civilization down here. Yeah, um, I, want a, I want
3: a movie set there. Like, if they if they continue mm-hmm. this universe, I want more oh, time yeah. in Hollow Earth. It's called the movie. Yeah, Hollow in fact. Earth.
0: I- I would, and I thought that's would have been. I mean, they have to blow up, you know, Hong Kong. I guess that's fine, or Tokyo, or something, at the end of the movie, of course. But I think that might have. In I don't know. I think it would have been a really cool um, place to hold the final conflict. And I can just imagine like Godzilla, because he's he's again he's really smart. Or sorry, um, King Kong is really smart, so he can like do the gravity jumping thing. Yeah, like and that fight like would that. have been, that some, been yeah. so cool. Like, ugh, that would have been so rad if they do another movie, which... Okay, yeah, actually, I do hope they do. I hope they make that a a bigger, you know, set piece. Mm-hmm. Some more stuff going on there. Um, another thing I really liked is the... Uh, um, the camera was, like, really wacky. And it would, like... The way it would follow the monsters and... Oh, yeah, like there was, yeah, there was... Some weird, like it was and,
2: what's I don't know what it's called, but it's it's kind of like a... a sh- they do it in like – but it's, it's almost like a camera or a shoulder-mounted camera, right? Yeah. And it looks like – and they did that for a couple shots as if you're mounted on Godzilla or King Kong or whatever. Well, yeah, they, uh, well, they people.
0: they do a lot of different playful things. That's one of them. There's another one where it like – the camera is like doing these weird twi- like like twisty, rolly things. And normally mm. that would be like jarring or or like you can't tell what, what's going on in the action. But they did it in such a way that was – I don't know, maybe just slow enough or you know artfully enough that it, you could really follow the action and whatever was going on. There's one really particular time where they just got to Hollow Earth and Kong's already arrived, and then the heat, the space shuttle or whatever the thing is arrives and like it's doing this weird, like yeah, I don't know how to describe it, but twisty action with the camera. And Godzilla's looking straight into the cockpit at the pilots. Know, oh, do you guys uh, remember the scene? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're all remember. like, whoa, what's going on here? And like, in my head, it was like Star Tours. <laughs> yeah, I thought that too. <laughs> Did you think that too? I, <laughs> I was. Too. Going, I wanted to ask you that. Because in, in my head, King Kong is talking to him like, Star Tours, what are you doing here?
1: Like, <laughs> this is and, then I, and then I
0: zone. made a joke. It's, this is, it's a combat jo- zone. Oh, no. Right? Uh, I'm so like glad you that you thought thrusters. the thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I love that so much. I, I was Ryan, laughing so hard. I love hard. you that so great. much. I love you too. Yeah, uh, that's great.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um.
2: Uh. What was I going to say? Uh. Oh well. The um. The Hollow Earth is that supposed to be like a um. Inverse globe, or is it just like random weird things?
3: I, I, I was a little um not understanding like the like the the spatial geography of hollow Earth. i kind of
2: like at first i was confused but by the end i liked it because it was so weird at least the representation of it in the film where it's like you like it's just right there and it's almost like two planes but i was just like conceptually trying to understand like what is it supposed to be right because like Like,
3: the the planes are so close to each other yeah uh, that you would think it would be this big cavernous thing that's what hollow that's what i was right but i think the thing, the way I made sense of it in my own mind, which is, I'm not sure if this is how it is. I imagined a smaller Earth inside of a hollow Earth, oh. <laughs> and, oh, okay. and, and, yeah. and that would be why there's a ceiling and a floor because oh, the, the space right. they inhabit uh, is the, is okay. the um, negative space between. Like we live on the shell of the real Earth, basically. Right, yeah.
0: right, right. Is there like a baby Sun inside of there?
2: Um, That's why I was wondering. Yeah, because there's light apparently uh, somehow getting in, so to, to there's daytime. Inside the Earth somehow, baby sun, baby sun theory. Yeah. <laughs> I mean the 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 light in inner Earth. That is definitely something where I'm like, I'm obviously not going to criticize no, the don't, don't, no, like, no, no, nitpick no. that. But it is just one of those fun things. Like, yeah, yeah. How, how is the light in here? Um, although I will kind of criticize the whole portal thing. Like, I just didn't like. Why did yeah, they need I, to be a weird? I'm not portal? sure why there was a. Portal. Why can't they just get that? Go into the tunnel because they obviously. Just go out the tunnel. And they with Kong, just like or with, when Godzilla shoots. Godzilla's a yeah. So why did there need to be some weird? I don't know vortex portal. That was weird to me, and it didn't make. I don't know. That was going kind of dumb, like bad dumb, <laughs> not fun dumb. As yeah,
3: of the rest and of that's why I feel. I feel like it was very edited, but I also feel like the script, yeah, the script yeah. was very edited. I feel like there were a lot of yeah. um, in the drafts like band aids. Like kind of like oh yeah. this doesn't make sense. Well, we better patch that up with this scene or this concept or whatever. And I did. Yeah. I, I don't know. That feels like something like that to me.
2: I could kind of see that. <laughs> it's like oh well, how are we going to have to fix it in post? We just have the ship flying, and now what are we going to have it do? I'll just throw some weird effect in there, and then like do this weird slingshotty thing. And okay, sure, because you know they didn't probably have to film any of that with the primary act, you know, right. actors and all that kind of stuff. This so.
0: is. Pull yeah. that special effects from that old Star Trek show when they go through the wormhole.
3: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> or it's not a gravitational wormhole. It's some type of energy field which also creates light underground. And oh, there you go. And here, here, let's say, let's I'm rewriting right now. Let's make it that. And then, um, and then they're like, well, we need the ships to get through the barrier because we can't survive it, but Khan can survive it and he just barely survives it the first time but then when godzilla blasts a hole to hollow earth and kong ascends out of it he he goes so through so fast he absorbs all of the of the the hollow earth energy and he when he comes out he's on fire he's like but not, no, or, not yeah. just fire he's on he's on cold fire he's blue fire ooh <laughs> yes and then, oh, and then I, the stakes I, are, are level.
2: The the they are they are on even playing They plain both fields. have atomic nuclear power. Yes. I did like that Kong's axe uh, was like a, 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 a back spike from a Godzilla monster. Like yeah. And the, I thought that was no, a cool. I, didn't was like,
0: that. oh, that's cool. I didn't Yeah. That. No, I thought that was really really cool. I like that. I also um, liked that it was a,
3: a it was a Legend of the Hidden Temple key. Um, <laughs>
0: Yes. Yeah, That I'm not sure I understood that. I'm not like, sure just, I, we did needed they...
2: Kong solving Tomb Raider
3: puzzles. Who built that? Yeah.
0: That's well. That's <laughs> my question. Like, who were they? Also, were, was the race of Kongs like these master builders? And I, yeah, that was kind of and
2: yeah, because there's statues to other Kongs or there's like there's he's touching the finger. I was like, oh, that's that's it. Uh, just like h- hilariously ridiculous, awesome imagery when he's like jumping between the two gravity things. And it's like, you know, man, what's uh the the famous I think it's Michelangelo painting of, of God touching man mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. But is Kong touching a Brock Kong? I don't know, whatever. It's probably it doesn't mean anything, but it just feels like they think it means something, and I'm fine. I'm totally on board with those kinds of things. <laughs> <laughs> sure, movie, it means something. <laughs> yeah. Fine. Um, it's okay. It's alright. It can mean something. Don't worry about it. Uh a couple one another kind of small well like uh emblem, emblematic of like I think sometimes it could have been more clever with some small tweaks or 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 subsequent drafts is as stupid as the ending or the uh the alcohol pouring on the um console was to deactivate a tail in one part of a fight like whatever that's all stupid but they could have they should have at least made it that he pours tap water on the console like set up payoff like it's oh it's simple right it's common like like right that like uh they call them tap water and tap water's useless and docile and now what is it oh it takes tap water to save the day like other than just like a random dumb if, alcohol flask uh, yeah. i don't know things like that it's like come on you could have made this kind of cooler and smarter and a little little something in there no or Whenever, or man, or
3: but. establish um 11 and deadpool kid as like nerdy kids who are outcasts from their school because they're into science and they do some computery thing like something. Like, like the yeah. girl in jurassic park that scene you know something like that like yeah. and they figure out how to disable mechagodzilla's tail right like yeah. they figure out how to hack back into the satellite and they're able to regain some type yeah, of control exactly. over him know. you know and now now he's freaking out he's glitching out because he's part sentient but also part controlled by these kids who are at the console give them something to do in the climax right then you got a guy in the chair character or two kids in the chair that you can cut back and forth to and there's like stakes and it's exciting and like oh but i was just watching a fight and Khan got knocked out. I want to see what happened. Oh, but now we cut back to these kids and the... Uh, missed opportunity. Missed opportunity.
2: Yeah, yeah. I part. mean, again, I don't mind so much because especially at the end, that... The the human element because the, you know, the fight, final fight scene, obviously, was like the highlight for the most part. I mean, it it was just... Yeah, super. Like, right. That, that's <laughs> why you
0: paid for admission. Is totally yeah, cool.
2: exactly. It's like okay, yeah. I mean, that the fight scene on the aircraft carrier, also all the action scenes, obviously. But like, well, yeah. fight scene in the aircraft carrier when he punches, cuts, so, so just like <laughs> ridiculous. And he's jumping <laughs> off the boat. It's all great, but then the final fight scene, like, come on, that's so <laughs> <it's> so. Like, <laughs> what? And it's and it looked awesome. Like the the neon Hong Kong at night. Yeah. Oh man, that's so really cool. cool. It makes me want to go to Hong Kong, You <laughs> <even though>, know, like. <laughs> It's it's probably not as cool as that, and
3: there's not going to be a King the, Kong
2: and a Godzilla fight, and it there won't go. be Godzilla King Kong fighting. Yeah, but, sorry, but it was so cool.
3: Yeah, it was really cool. Um, all right, well, uh, I will say this: um, this movie made me wish that I was uh, seeing it in theaters. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Uh, I, it is, and I know that. I mean, I think there are theaters that are open some places um yeah and uh and i've mostly not missed the movie theaters but i think that's just mostly because there hasn't been anything that's come out that i've really wanted to see in a theater Mm -hmm. um except for i guess tenet which i missed it did play in theaters i missed tenet um it's probably is it
2: not streaming yet
3: i don't know i haven't checked it it Um, is yeah i mean you you have to pay for it i think right um but uh yeah like it made me like, God, how much fun would this have been if we were all there watching it in person? Yeah, like, or, or just, yeah, like, true. in a packed Friday night house,
0: and, like, during the yeah. fight people are yelling and stuff. That's what I miss. Yeah. You know? The, yeah, the... you know what? That's a good point. I, I wasn't, I didn't think I was, I cared about seeing this in the theater even after seeing it, but now that you bring up all those points, yeah, it kind of makes me yeah miss the, the good old days. Yeah, I mean, laughing at the stupid stuff.
3: You know, like, yeah. that would be a yeah. really fun movie to watch with a crowded uh, movie theater like you know and the like, other
2: go ahead. the other thing is that the trailer was awesome but i kind like i wish though they didn't give away some of those big moments because i think some of the best moments were in that trailer like when kong is takes the axe and just like shoves it down godzilla's throat. the last thing like that was hilariously awesome it was so cool but they showed it in the trailer like oh man why did you show that in the trailer it would have been so cool if it was out of nowhere
3: you know i guess it's good that i didn't watch the trailers um, oh good yeah, well yeah so there's good, that good, but yeah. yeah i mean i could see that i mean if movie theaters were open we it's reason says that we would have all seen a bunch of other movies and we would have seen this trailer in front of it and it would have spoiled yeah, it actually. so oh, true.
2: point still valid
1: <clears throat>
2: anyway.
1: um i don't have any but I don't, yeah go
2: ahead I, I know i don't have much more to say i'm just gonna say yeah i i, I still enjoyed it and i definitely um this is one that, yeah, I do plan on seeing this again. I would I watch would this, watch again, this sure.
3: again. In fact, I would watch it with yeah. you
0: guys. And oh, oh hopefully. Oh gosh. Oh golly. Good golly. Oh golly jeeps. Yeah, actually, I'll, I'll from this point on, I'm gonna put a, I'm gonna ban myself from thinking about this movie any further <laughs> while I'm still on the positive side of loving it. Okay. yeah. Okay. Or, yeah. Uh, uh, okay.
3: You're here you hear to hear folks first. Ryan loves uh, Godzilla vs. Kong.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I may have went too far with the, with that word. Uh, well, I've gone too far now.
3: in a few places. All right. Yeah. Um, okay, well, yeah, I don't know. Those are my thoughts on the movie. It's it, At the end of the day, it's a big, silly, fun time that you really yes. shouldn't think too hard about.
2: And it's if you have HBO Max, it's a no brainer. Go watch it. I think, like, it's, yeah. there's very. I, I don't know. If you're a really snooty, hoity toity. Person, you're. I guess you don't go watch this. You might not like it or something. I don't know. But generally speaking, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna get something out of this. Giant monsters fighting. It's a giant ape and a lizard. What? Come on. This is why movies were made. Yeah. This is this is the reason that we have movies. It's
3: a time honored Hollywood Hollywood tradition of giant monsters wrecking stuff. We've been we've been doing it as
2: long as we could make movies, and we're gonna. Humans are stupid. Forget about the humans. Just cool monsters fighting
3: humans are stupid forget about the humans it's just a good statement on its own yes <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh, so um, i think i think we had an email did we i, I just checked didn't I see one i think we had an email no.
2: I, I was just checking
3: i, I mean I, I, well
2: before we get to the email we let's let's let, let's get into a subtopic want to let's do some uh Falcon and the Winter Soldier discussion just not not long we're not getting we're going to do an episode for listeners we will We are planning on doing a full length episode once the the season ends but we're halfway through the season we and we all been watching it and we didn't mention a chunk fire stories so we thought we'd kind of do a small little small little discussion here um focused on that where what we think so far what our feelings are halfway through the season what we liked what we don't like maybe um yeah
3: sure skip ahead to sean insert edit edit a, a recording of oh, yeah. the timestamp. oh right. yeah
2: spoilers for talking to winter soldier for the next couple minutes if you are not watching or haven't watched it yet and do care about spoilers for that we're probably getting some spoilers so tune into this time one hour 35 minutes 38 seconds for the yeah that to skip spoilers. That right yeah.
3: the time that he just put in there you are going to record it and yep. put it in right <laughs> i don't know we'll see. <laughs> okay uh yeah falcon and winter soldier i was the one pushing to do like a mid-season review of this because i had wished that we had done a mid-season review of wandavision and we did not um but now that i'm there i'm kind of like well it it's it this feels a lot more straightforward than something like wandavision mm-hmm. which yeah. like is a little disappointing Um, but I think, I think with WandaVision, it was, uh, it was, well, for one thing, we hadn't had any, we were starved for Marvel content, but it was also so different than, Mm -hmm. um, than any of the Marvel content that we'd had before. Um, new format, uh, mystery twists, every episode, this feels a lot more plotting wise, straightforward. It feels a lot, this feels like an extended, um, Captain America sequel. It feels like something like Winter Soldier or, um. Civil War. It just feels like a continuation of those story threads, um, but uh, you know, I'm enjoying it. Um, I I tend to f- enjoy the, the dialogue scenes more than any of the action stuff. Um, I, I my first episode was the first episode was my favorite one because I loved. I I felt like this was them doing a TV drama, like a serious TV drama set in the MCU, and I really like that stuff. And when they cut away to the action stuff, I'm kind of like, ah, no, I want you to explore more character things. That So that's kind of where I'm sitting at it right here. I'm I'm not super involved in the overall bad guys versus good guys plot. I'm, I'm more interested in, like, this, this show is dangling the whole, like, like I said in our WandaVision review, I really like seeing, like, the post-blip aftermath. And, mm-hmm. like, they've been dangling that in front of us, and, and I love that they've been exploring that more, but I want more of that. You know, like, I definitely want more talking and politics, which is something I didn't think I would want out of a Marvel movie, because I think
0: that's where this excels. Anyway,
3: what are your guys' thoughts so far? Uh, uh,
0: yeah, um, this is, so, yeah, I have a lot of the same thoughts as you. Um, this, this show is what I would have expected. And so from a Marvel TV show post big MCU, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas WandaVision was very much not what I expected. Like that came out of nowhere. I was pleasantly surprised. I thought it was, they took a lot of risks and I think they paid off pretty well. This to me feels low, low risk. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, it's, it's, it's what I would call well-made television. Sure. Um, but it's definitely more on par with um, the Netflix. Um,
1: yeah. yeah it
0: shows, yeah. it feels a little more street level, a little more mundane. Which that doesn't mean necessarily a bad thing, but it is also low risk. They're not yeah. really taking any risk, in my opinion, and therefore I don't think it's going to be harder to get a bigger or yeah. a more, you know, a big payoff like we got in Wandavision. Well, yeah. and, and when I say payoff, I don't necessarily mean the the conclusion of the story. I just mean the the way it made me feel. And yeah. Stuff
3: like that. See, I I got excited on episode one because I did feel like they were taking a lot of risks on the first episode in making it very grounded and exploring uh, Falcon's, like, home life and what it's like to be a black man in America, even if you're famous. Oh, right. And, like, a lot of that stuff, that's the stuff I'm more interested in. When they're like, we gotta go find Baron Zemo and we gotta go to the city from x-men which you know that's a thing that happened and uh madripoor mm-hmm. that's not, i'm like mm-hmm. i'm actually finding
0: myself going like no i want i want more yeah, I want of more the heavy s- topics <laughs> like <Yeah>. falcon <laughs> trying to solve his boat problems like <laughs> when are <laughs> yeah. we going back to the boat like i know i <laughs> like, am actually like <laughs> get back to the <laughs> <I> mean... <laughs> boat and also i mean we don't have to we can talk about it later but i do have problems with that first episode of the falcon can't get alone i, I uh... well anyway a, sean what do you think
3: <laughs> that's the thing that's what's frustrating because it's real you know um well it, it's it, real
0: it's real yet entirely unbelievable that an adventure it's, it's not
2: believable if they had spent more time in it like if they had sure. gone back to yeah. that i would mm, you know I, I i kind of agree with both of you so i'm you know i'm not taking any risks by agreeing with both of you well i
0: don't think i disagree with matt like, i it's 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 believable and I think it's worthy of putting in the story because of yeah. all the reasons Matt mentioned. I think they could have spent five more minutes and made it. Yeah, explained it better. Explained yeah. it better because, it, like, yeah, there, if you're a soldier like... in the military, you you get paid money. Like, you don't work for free. Yeah, exactly. Like, what are you What are you talking so about? So even just.
2: Even if he wasn't recognized as a superhero, he would still be getting soldier money. Like yes. he's an active duty soldier, so and, yeah, like, it's not like he doesn't have money. But they, they
3: yeah. don't I mean they don't really give any of that
2: I, stuff time to breathe. It's exactly dive right
3: into the Captain America plot. And uh yeah. and, right. and I you know, like a Winter Soldier in episode one, he's going to therapy and they take it very seriously and it's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. It is. And then yeah. the next time we see him in therapy, it's all jokey jokey. Like come on. Like yeah, figure out yeah. what you want to be, show. Figure out what you want to be.
2: <clears throat> yeah. That, um yeah, I mean for the most part I agree with kind of what you guys I, I like I do like the 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 complete other end of the Marvel universe spectrum than WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Um so part of me was like, Oh, I do like that it's nothing like WandaVision. Um and I don't just mean in like it's not cosmic and has to do with magic and blah blah blah. I just also mean like it's filmed. With a, you know, there's like a, there's like a grain filter almost. Like it feels a little bit more, you know, a little more gritty, a little bit more authentic in terms. Like WandaVision had a that that kind of like um, colorful sh- sheen yeah. on things, right? Yeah. Um, uh So I like that it's different. I like that they're able to explore back-to-back the complete opposite sides of the Marvel spectrum. And it's funny because I, on retrospect, now do think the first episode is my favorite so far. Even though, like, at the time after I watched it, I'm like, oh, nothing really happened that episode. They're just setting everything up. Okay, it was fun, but I am I can't wait for stuff to start going. But now that stuff started going, I'm like... Oh yeah, I like the. I kind of want to just go back to when they were just like, you know, doing their thing. So, even though I I did like the action in the first episode of of Falcon flying around, that was kind of cool. But um, I, I talked about Godzilla, how there's you know, Godzilla vs Kong, where there's like missing connective tissue, and for the most part, I don't mind it because it's this stupid movie. But I feel in this there actually is the same problem, and I mind it more because it's not a. I, I I don't want it to be a stupid thing. I don't think it is, and I don't think they're going for it to be a big stupid thing. But that makes those connect those those kind of missing elements feel uh, bigger. So, for example, uh, this last episode of Mantropor, I mean, I, I kind of already talked to Ryan about this or whatever off cast, so it didn't happen. But um. When they're in the, uh, when they're going to infiltrate the secret lab or whatever in the, in the stockyard, in the shipping container yard, and it's hidden or whatever, and they all infiltrate it, but Sharon, um, uh, Carter is keeping watch. And then she just gets attacked. Or she attacks them. Like, like, why? They, why would she attack them? Why would she even keep watch to begin with? Why is this happening? Why is this action happening? Well, it's an action show. There's got to, you, you got to give me more than that though. Like there's like, it needs to feel more real. Like they were hidden in this hidden thing. The only reason they're know about them is because you were outside keeping watch yeah. and attacked them for no reason. Like, like, I don't know. It's like things like that, that don't make sense. Or the Baron Zemo thing. Like I, In a movie like Godzilla versus Kong, if, like, we gotta free Kong, he's our only hope. Yeah, I get it. It's stupid. You're gonna free this giant monkey who's gonna destroy the world. That's the point of the film. But you're not, you had, they did not convince me that Bucky would ever free Baron Zemo. Why? That is, like, no way. Why would, it it made no sense. It made no sense. I rolled my eyes
3: at that too. So, um, yeah, that was dumb. Yeah. It, it's it's been a mixed bag for me so far it's it's had- yeah i mean again
2: I, i'm being pretty critical i do i do like all the dial i like the characters a lot i really like the characters and i like um, i do like the banter even though it's not you know i do like it when they were separate on the first episode but so so some there's a lot i like but some of it is not hitting as as, as much like i was hoping for like this like winter soldiers Maybe in my top three of the MCU films. Same. Yeah, I love that film yeah, so much, it. and it's not quite doing that for me. Yeah, so. it needs to
3: push a little yeah, harder. It, it... and I'm dis- I'm mm. disappointed that we're at mid season. I wish we had we were at a better
2: place than we are mid season. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, right. I also don't like. What's the villain? What's what are they? Fi- they're fighting some red yeah. hand. They're not the red hand because that's in the Daredevil and Netflix shows. The bad guys, but their symbols are the, red they're hand. The
3: flag, they're the flag smashers. And I
2: find the con- flag. I find that name is so stupid. It is. I, I, yeah.
3: I find the concept of their cause really interesting. Just like the yeah, Oh, maybe it, the world was better during the blip. But I also feel like it's an underutilized concept. It is. The, it is yeah, not a, living up to its yeah. potential. I feel like they could be doing way more interesting things with that idea. And I hope they do, but you know they better make up yeah. for some lost time if they're gonna do it.
2: Yeah. Also, did you notice there's the red hand in Kong too? When Kong puts his hand on the red. Oh my God! Hollow it's all confirmed. connected. All right. <laughs> <Yeah>, Hollow and <at laughs> MCU.
0: You just reminded me. Uh, I don't. Side note, but um, I read an article where apparently people are, are walking up to Sebastian Stan in real life and trying to activate him. Yeah. <laughs> did you guys read that? that I did. I, I mean, he's yeah, probably annoyed crazy. by it, but I think it's hilarious. Well, yeah. yeah, there's that,
3: but there's also the actual, very real life abuse of the guy who plays um the new Captain America. Oh, I know. Oh, people are oh sending God, him death threats because so apparently stupid. people cannot distinguish between reality and fantasy. People anymore. are just. Um, a... But it also reminds me of a. Uh, if you ever listen to the Buddy Bunny Ears podcast, it's uh, Macaulay Culkin and all his friends do a podcast, mm. and he says that everybody every time he goes out in public, people do the, uh, the Home Alone hands thing when they recognize him, and his response is always just like, "Oh, you're not being your best self today, are you?" And he keeps <laughs> and he just keeps walking. So <laughs> I feel like maybe celebrities need to adopt to that approach more.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, if it's a good fun, I'm all for it. But yeah, the whole. I mean, and there's just lots of the memes of like, he's not my Captain America. Yeah, we know That's you idiots. That's the point That's of the, the show. Whole <laughs> <laughs> you making a hashtag and thinking you're a fan because you're stating that. Like, uh, I, I hate to be a hater. I mean, I don't hate. I, no. I wish I didn't like hating as much as I sometimes do. <laughs> so I shouldn't revel in it and indulge in it. But man, it's so hard not to just like God, you you dummies, you it's big dummies.
3: It's valid. It's valid. <laughs> Again, it's it's failure to be able to distinguish reality and fantasy, and that's a big problem in a lot of in <sighs> a lot of aspects yeah. of society. But let's let's not get into that. I'm in a good mood right now.
2: <laughs> yeah, sorry. Oh, well, uh, I'm going to bring that mood down. I know you tried to stop. But have you heard about the the, the review bombing Godzilla versus Kong because of the Snyder fans? Yeah. <laughs> The I, world is awful.
3: <laughs> I haven't heard of that. Can you give me a, a Cliff's Notes?
2: So, I mean, basically, it's because Warner Brothers is the distributor for Godzilla vs. Kong. So, Snyder fans are going on to, you know, Rotten Tomatoes or Metacritic or whatever. And review bombing Godzilla v Kong because Warner Brothers hasn't greenlit the Snyderverse verse or something i don't know like it doesn't make any sense so i can't really explain it to you because there's no way to explain there's something no that doesn't actually make it. sense
3: uh, i don't okay that you, you've shared <laughs> enough of the stupid for me to where i'm not going to research further i don't I don't <laughs> okay, care yeah it's, it's, for, the not worth it's it. for the best it's for the best it's not worth it i don't want to know any more about that i'm it's just going to make me angry <laughs>
2: anyway sorry yeah it's fine what uh did was there an email did you find was there there anything it
3: is pretty basic it is from lee white and the email reads in the intro are the things you're saying parenthetical somehow it's the best shut it down etc clips from prior episodes and or clips from some of the fun videos you used to make or were they recorded specifically for the intro can you discuss the significance of each of these quotes? <laughs> this is very important. Thank you. <laughs> That's a really
2: good question. Thank you, Lee. Um, I, don't, I can't even remember. Uh, what, I, what, did I, what do I say? Oh, uh, I say uh, now I got to really try hard. Oh yeah, Yes. Sorry. So if you want to, that quote is from our video, A Gentle Hike. Go watch that. It's on YouTube. Look up our Yum Chunks channel on YouTube. Actually, I don't recommend doing any of this, but if you really, really need to see where these quotes come oh, from, so also, A Gentle Hike.
3: Somehow it's the best is from Gentle Hike as well.
2: Yeah, somehow it's some of the best, some of our best writing, I feel. <laughs> some of our
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is, what is. Sean, wait. You, sh- yeah, mine's what is from, mine? Mine from shut it down. What is Sean, from? what's that from? I don't remember. Uh, that's, from, what that's what that's is from mine from? That's from an episode of uh, CoreCast.
3: Oh, oh okay. Right. okay. We hit a we hit we well, hit a self destruct button or something. I don't
0: know. It's one of our 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 cold okay. opens. And Ryan, what was yours? Yours is uh, now. We, er, it's time to ham up. Time to ham up. Oh, that's that right. Is that's the from cauldron. Also,
3: the cauldron. Yeah. That is from the cauldron. The Halloween special.
2: Yeah. Halloween special. Yeah. On yum, again on yum chunks. One of our yum chunk short yum chunk shorts. So so yeah, you could go find the origins of all of those lines in their original you know original content. Um. And they're all very important to us. And so that's why we put them in this episode, the intro.
1: Um,
2: I, uh, actually, Chewie, you made the choice to put them in there. What made you, like, how did you pick those ones up? Uh, I wanted to just, uh, just I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I've actually been thinking about going
3: and finding some more recent quotes from the actual podcast. Mm. It's just that when I made it, we didn't have any episodes recorded yet. Yeah. I, I think those I mean,
2: are awesome quotes. I do think those are just, like, somehow fitting, you know, good yeah. quotes, yeah. though. So, I, 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 I
3: knew what I wanted the intro to be. Um, I wanted it to be sound bites from all of us, but we didn't have any yet, so I had to go steal them from yeah. other things. So I might, I might remake it at some point in the future.
2: Well, now that we're internet celebrities, mm-hmm. man, there's so many classic quotes we could go to, like, "Boot um... uh, back there." <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. The, the, go back
3: to the very first one. The very beginnings, the origins. <laughs> Pillow fight Z. <you>. Uh, cool. <laughs> oh man <laughs> all right well um, i uh there you go thank you lee
2: white for writing in thanks lee love you lee um he's a friend of mine he's a friend of all of ours in jesus um <laughs> okay i don't know i don't know <laughs> uh what else we nothing else for this episode but um stay tuned for future like i said we'll cover talking the winter soldier when that ends um, As well as the new Mortal Kombat movies coming up at the end of April, so we'll probably cover that. Um, I don't know what's is anything else kind of big on the horizon. Um Didn't they move Black Widow? Is it June now? It's in June now or something. I mean, I now. feel
3: like there's some other things that are before that. Let's see. Let let me let me be the guy in the chair for a second. <clears throat>
2: right. I mean, Loki's after oh, Falcon. Loki. That's in May. Loki. That's in May, so we'll do that. Um. Got to be some other stuff. Yeah, there. I mean, it's been a busy first quarter for us. We've we've done a fair amount, so you know, there may not be a lot coming out in the next couple of weeks. But
3: okay, well, then there you have it. You heard it here first, folks.
2: <laughs> for the for the amount of times we say that, you'd think we would actually not stumble every single time we say it. <laughs> um... <laughs> no, no, you wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true.
3: Oh, Cruella, um, Cruella Deville. Oh, okay. the, the, I guess the latest Cruella. in the uh, series live of live action of hollow cash grabs from Disney Studios.
2: Live action revisionist takes. Oh man, you thought Cruella was the bad guy because we told you she was the bad guy, and obviously she's the bad guy. So yeah, what like you're not? She kills puppies. She anything. kills
3: puppies to make clothes. Um, she's the bad guy. <laughs>
2: I don't know. But let's empathize with Let's show her how, like, we, like, you might, if now you know her story, you understand, and you might want to go kill some puppies and make coats, too.
1: Well,
3: well, everyone listening,
2: uh,
0: <laughs> have a good night.
3: We're going to go kill some puppies and make clothes. Yeah. Disney told us to. See you later, everyone.
1: <laughs> this has been After the Credits, a Young Chunks podcast.